Hello, you're listening to Luxury Curious, created by the Nova Luxury Society. My name is James, and I'm here today with our guest, Bruno Ramos, a sales director of Quinta de Corte, one of Portugal's leading vineyards making wine and port. So with my first question, could I ask, how does the recent change in winemaker experts affect your products? Well, we did enjoy this change because it's more detailed. For example, in our vineyard, we are working with 25 hectares. And in these 25, 12 hectares are old vineyards. And with these new technologies, we were able to identify every single vine. And this was for us a very good research so we could identify we have more than 100 varieties in our old vineyards okay wow that's very interesting so i'd also like to ask what distinguishes you from other brands both portugal or internationally in your in your market well thank you very much for that question it's uh, i think it's one of the keys uh, to explain the brands why why our quinta da corte our single quinta how are we unique and how are we different? And we are uh, one single kingdom dating from 1914, the first date of this single quinta. But before 2013, Quinta de Court was a supplier of grapes to other brands, big brands from Douro. And in 2013, we were chosen by Monsieur's tree who today owns Quinta de Corte. Monsieur Ostri is a French um, wine uh, passionate and art collector, and he chose the Quinta de Corte to be his vineyards in Portugal. He also have other vineyards in other countries, in France and in Italy, but Portugal is special to him, so he wanted to have a special uh, Quinta, a special property, and since 2013, the first vintage, it was 2014, we start our project as being only and exclusive producing with our grapes, doing the best we have from our vineyards. And for example, our youngest vineyard is 40 years old. Our oldest vineyards start in 80 years and older. So these are some, some of unique characteristics we have that bring our brand as a young brand, as a single quinta. In the past, it was used from other producers as a, the identification of the terroir because Quinta de Court is in the golden triangle. We do have a very good terroir. We are 100% letter A, so that brings us the lucky and uh, to be a uh, the keepers of this uh, treasure as Quinta de Court have. Wow, so that's that's very interesting how it's gone from being a um, the vineyard and growing into developing into producing as well. So that's that is very interesting um, exactly. and quite, I would believe quite unique. So it's a, it's a unique case in a, one of the unique cases in in Doru reality, and that's also the reason why we are. Uh, next year we will be uh, doing celebrating 10 years of uh, single quinta of ownership by Monsieur Osri, but we are able to present the 
to present uh, very old wines from our Quinta because we've been producing from centuries. It's a, it's a historical Quinta with a very long uh, history as producing some of the best port wines in Douro. Oh, wow, well, that's brilliant. And I think that that's, sounds absolutely amazing. Um, currently, you have the most expensive OBV. How do you justify the difference in the price to your competitors? We do believe in our terroir and in our uh, roots, our vineyards. So our port wines, we only produce with our old vineyards. This means in the 12 hectares of old vineyards, we dedicated 100% to the port wines. These old vineyards, they produce, they are uh, from 80 years and older plots. And they do produce a very concentrate, but very small amount. It's, uh, you, you can imagine vineyards very old, worked by horse, the viticulture, we say it, it's heroic viticulture, because as you can see here in the picture, Quinta da Court is everything in a patamares and stone terraces. So it's very hard to work these old vineyards. Everything is manual and everything is um, our teams, leaded by Flavio, who work it every day to produce the best as uh, these old vineyards can be producing. And the main reason to be presenting an LBV in a higher price than the, the rest of the market is this. We are only producing with our old vineyards. And of course, we have um, a location. We have a production very limited. We don't look to buy other grapes. We look to have our grapes, old vineyards with a purest expression. Uh, yes, that um, I really do understand that, especially using old vineyards and, you know, it's it's proven quality, but also requires taking care of and ensuring that it's the, it's the best possible. So could you take us through how one of your wines is made? Yeah, we have two productions, actually. We have uh, Douro wines, DOC Douro wines, and we also have port wines. I will preferably just explain a little bit of the port wines. I think it's uh, more interesting. So we do grow our grapes in the old vineyards. At the moment, to pick up the grapes, uh, Marta Casanova, she's our winemaker and CEO. She selects the best day of harvest, the day it's the perfect conditions to harvest. The teams will pick up the grapes in small cases of uh, 10, 15 kilos, and then we will ferment it in the traditional stone granitic lagarge. These granitic lagars are 5,000 kilos capacity or a little bit less they are adapted to the different plots and uh, during three up to four days we do the traditional pizza ape the food throat and pizza we keep all the traditions and this means a minimum three times per day each pizza three hours and of course marta every day will tell us if we need to do more pizza more extraction or less so everything is made after the tasting of marta and after she knows the best to do at that moment to the, the, the wine. 
the port wine after the pizza after this uh, uh, short fermentation it's topped by aguardente 70 70% brandy and then will be aging during several years in wood casks yes i'd i'd heard I've unfortunately never seen, but I'd heard of the process and it sounds fantastic that you're keeping the traditional ways. Um, in case someone wants to visit your winery, what should they do? And what would someone be able to see? Yeah, we like very much to welcome our guests. And actually it's part of our philosophy. So we have a wine boutique hotel with seven rooms where the guests can stay with us for one day or longer, and they can live the full experience of one day in a quinta and one day as a, a wine producer. If you, if you want to visit us, you are very welcome. You also can stay with us. We offer a lunch, of course. We offer a tour in the vineyard where you can meet our teams and where you can meet the vineyards and see with your eyes the, the old vineyards. During the first months of the year, normally you will see Garoto and Bonito, the two horses who work the vineyards working. This is quite unique in Douro. Uh, there are not a lot of uh, vineyards being working by horse and we also have it. And uh, if you are visiting us in end of August or September, you are also welcome to come and to join us for pick up the grapes, uh, do some uh, pizza, a pay, stumping some, some grapes and uh, see all the process. We do enjoy and we do like to welcome our partners and our guests and to show them how is the everyday of uh, Marta Casanova and her team. Yeah, that sounds really intriguing. Personally, someone that's, I mean, been interested, likes wine and would like to know more about the process. That sounds like a very interesting thing to come and, you know, experience. On the top of that, our wine boutique hotel was redesigned by Pierre Jovanovic, a French architect uh, very well known. And the winery was designed and built from Pierre Jovanovic. So there is the perfect uh, combination with uh, modernity and art. We do have a lot and a very good collection of pieces of art and also the traditional and our roots. Together, we put the modernity and the tradition together. That's the perfect combination. Um, so yes, that sounds brilliant. What was the impact of COVID-19 on everything? The company is Ambignard, as well as the Portuguese wine industry in general. So for us, the, the COVID was a, a very challenging time. Actually, we create the commercial department during pandemic. We, we just uh, start um, sales and we just start to be present in the market in 2020. So it was very, very challenging to start presenting our project during, during a, a pandemic. And general speaking in, in a Portuguese market, I think pandemic brings us a new way to see the market, some challenges we had before nowadays we know it's possible it's possible as virtual with technologies to be connected is not the same but it's possible to to do that work and also sharing a glass of wine it's also sharing part of the culture so for example today we have one ocean between us but we are sharing the knowledge and we are sharing the this conversation it would be the same 
if we would, you had your glass of wine and I had mine and we all three had a, a good conversation. It's not the same as if we were together, but it's a tool for us to improve for the future. That's what I think pandemic bring us as a good um, positive way. I hope. I like to see the most positive things in every occasion. <laughs> I think that was necessary, especially with the pandemic. We all had to adapt to the online virtual world. So next question as well. Do you have any future plans for the Rock Winery? Yeah. So next year will be will be the 10th anniversary. We are a single Quinta owned by Monsieur Austri. So we already have a very interesting plan for next year. We will be showing some new releases and some exciting releases. And of course, we want to continue to keep our vineyards. But the, the most exciting for us uh, next year will be showing some of our future discoveries the market will have from Quinta de Corte. We took long years to present it, but now we are very excited to, to start to show the market. Oh, wow. Well, that sounds, that sounds like it's going to be a, a great future and very, very worthwhile. So also, how does the Winery Club work? Could you tell us a bit more information about that? Of course. So the Winery Club... It's um, a private club we have mostly for our guests and where the guests can uh, have a, a contact direct with us, uh, with our teams, and also they have all the information about our wines. We've been very uh, excited because our wines, it's been very good uh, reviews by the, the world's best critics, so the club uh, it's a way to share with our best clients and best uh, partners the reviews and the good news we are receiving. And for that, we are very glad to be in this short time so so awarded and understand the critics. They really enjoy our project as a single kingdom. So the club, it works more like as a platform of uh, communication with our best guests. Of course, if they have some questions about the wines, it's also a way the guests can ask us the detail about uh, the wine. And uh, it's, it's a way of communication because we are open to, and we do like very much to speak with directly with our final consumer. Yeah, so that, that interaction between um, the vineyard and the consumer um, with the wine club is, is very interesting. Then my final question, what is your favorite wine and is there any inspiration behind it? Uh, yeah, so probably my favorite wine will be uh, Princesa Reserva. I do love that we are a family and the Princesa history, it's uh, because Monsieur Ostri wanted to honor Marta Casanova, our winemaker, and the first wine should be her dedication and her honor. So he just decided, since we are Quinta da Corte, Corte is uh, the connection with royalness, uh, he just said, well, the first wine will be Princesa, Princesa as Marta. So I see it as a perfect example where a woman making wine, designing wine, and having the owner, Monsieur Street, honor her. So that will be my, my favorite wine, also because of this history. 
That's a great story. And as you said, the history behind it makes it, yes, makes it very, very cool. So that was that was the final question. And so I would like to say thank you very much. Thank you both to our guests and listeners. Please share any feedback with us and we'll see you soon for our next podcast. Thank you.